Hello and welcome to Building on the Bad, a special edition episode of Building a Furniture Brand with Ethan Abramson. On these special episodes, we hear from furniture company owners about the worst days that they have had and how they bounced back from the hard times. These quick looks are meant as inspirational episodes to remind you that even on the darkest days, good can come out of the bad. This episode is with Frank Bonomo, owner of the furniture company Studio Bonomo. If you want to hear the full story behind how Studio Bonomo got started, check out the show archives, episode 115. One day turnarounds, brand new clients, materials you haven't worked with before. Oh, and did I mention this is all being filmed for a reality TV show? Well, that's the situation that Frank found himself in for this project. And if you think it can't get any worse, guess what? It does. This episode is about Frank's biggest disaster and what he learned from it. That story coming right up after a quick word from our sponsors. Do you ever feel like you're lost on social media? Like you're just another face in the crowd? Well, what if I told you that there was a platform just for the woodworking industry? It's called Wood Nexus. Think of it as the LinkedIn for furniture company owners or the Facebook for lumber suppliers, or the Instagram for woodworking tools. You get the idea. I'm actually on Wood Nexus right now with this show, sharing episode information and answering questions about the topics I discuss with each guest. So if you're looking to connect with more people in the industry, or looking for new suppliers, or just interested in seeing what's out there, check out woodnexus.org. And while you're there, stop by the Building a Furniture Brand page and say, hey, I'll see you there. I had uh, acquired the CNC equipment and a CNC, if you have a full-size one, is a, it's a big machine to own and operate and you got to keep feeding it sheets of material to, 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 to be worthy of owning it. So I start putting my name out there is, uh, to, to people I know in my network that, hey, um, you know, I can do CNC work for you and uh, give you a good price. So I'm not getting too much work right away, but I do get this call one day from someone who is referred to me by a colleague who I really admire and appreciate. And they are, uh, they're, they're sort of contesting in a reality TV show uh, where they have to make furniture on a dime on what appears to be like a weekend's notice. It's a reality show. Uh, I don't know all the details at the time. I'm talking to this person. I feel like they sound like maybe they're a student, or at least that's the way they've been sort of uh, presented to me. And can I make this thing for them? And it's like, yeah, I can do that. When do you need it? And it's like, uh, oh, as soon as possible, like next week. And it was like, oh, man, why am I, why would I get involved with this reality show project? I'm in the middle of a, a, you know, a project with a client I'm sort of struggling with at the moment. Uh, they're very demanding. There's no time to possibly work on this. So I say, yes, of course I can do it. Uh, you know, I'm going to the lumber yard that day. I can just pick up some, some extra material and we'll get this panel glued up and, you know, yeah, we'll laminate your sheet of brass to it because I've never done that before, but that sounds cool. And, you know, we'll cut it, uh, uh, you know, on Monday. So, uh, I sweat this thing out. I have no time to work on this, but I had said yes to it. And now in hindsight, I realized why everyone else who had been asked had said no to this. It's just, um, I, I think it required uh, a lot of meticulous uh, attention to detail. So I'm making this brass laminated, you know, beautiful uh, walnut panel uh, that's going to serve as this highly visible piece in this thing that this person's designing, and it's going to be on TV. And 
the show wants to, you know, produce some B-roll and, and get me in the show, which is not my reason for doing it, but just for like being part of this bigger thing sounds pretty cool. So they come to the shop and they're going to shoot me doing the CNC work. And I've been up for, I don't know, maybe 24 hours straight to get this thing ready in time. And, um, you know, it's laid up on the CNC and I'm talking to the the, the person who's participating in this show and uh, we're going to start cutting and I forget to home the CNC properly. It's off by like 10 inches or something ridiculous. I'm having a conversation with them while I'm doing, you know, stuff in the, the, the automation software. And, uh, you know, there's a camera in my face. Uh, so we start cutting this thing. Cameras are rolling. Uh, the lights are hotter than usual in my studio. And uh, this machine just starts swinging this big arc in the middle of territory that probably costs $30 a square foot or whatever. And, uh, you know, I just freeze and I'm like, oh, what's going on? Let's stop the machine and kind of look at this person who's trying to, you know, stay professional and she's doing a great job at it. And I've ruined their project on camera. And this is like the worst thing that I can think that could probably happen for reality TV. It's probably good, you know, because it just adds to the high drama of, of things falling apart. But I feel terrible. I have let this person down in a way that I've just made their life so hard. If they have another 72 hours to push this boulder up a hill, um, I just pulled them back, you know, like 300 feet. So I try to make the best of the situation. I do everything in my ability to either recreate or make use of uh, this new pile of glamorous sawdust into something that might help them with the show. And uh, I don't think I get them that much further ahead, but through the magic of television, it looks like they came through at the end. Anyway, that was sort of like the worst job that I took on a moment's notice and thought, why not? In hindsight, I learned a lot, you know, by screwing up. Um, would I do it again? Maybe. But um, it, it helped me learn about that other project that got interrupted by this project a little bit more. So you have to see what you can do and you kind of have to take a swing at things. And, um, you know, when you strike out, it doesn't mean you're not going to be up at bat again. Thank you so much for listening to the show. If you liked what you heard and you got value out of it, please think about leaving a review and subscribing wherever you listen. To learn more about the series, please visit buildingafurniturebrand.com and feel free to reach out anytime with questions or guest suggestions to hello at buildingafurniturebrand.com. You can find me at The Build With Ethan on Instagram. Hope you enjoyed the show and can't wait to bring you the next one.